And this is Clifton Grooms from the Cliff Notes Podcast. Before we go on to tonight's episode, want to give a shout out to some of our sponsors that have come out on board for the last couple of weeks, month, couple of months here. Let's give a shout out to Tolly and Associates, the team there, Barnes Roofing, David Jin Shubrell, Robin Stacy Astuter, Patrick Lyle, Little Caesars of St. Joseph, Adams Bar and Grill, and the Hi-Ho Bar and Grill. Thank you all so much for your contributions and coming on board and your support of the Clip Notes podcast. Without further ado, here is tonight's episode. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to the Clip Notes podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooms. It is Monday night, November the 7th. 2022, we have another edition of the Post-it Notes. A little bit of a short show tonight as we only got a couple of things to recap. And then we're going to do a preseason preview on Platte Valley Girls basketball. But let's go ahead and let's start off the show with the Super Region 3 rankings in Division 2 football. At number one, Grand Valley State holds down the number one spot at a 9-0 record. Ferris State... Goes from 3-2 to two with a 7-1 record. Pitt State falls out of the 2 into the 3 position. They are 10-0 on the season. Wachita Baptist is 10-0 on the season. They are number 4 in the rankings. Davenport, despite losing to Ferris State last week, remains at number 5. With that strength of schedule playing Ferris State last week and playing number 1 Grand Valley State this week, that was probably a huge factor, them staying where they are in the rankings. Truman State is 8-1. They remain at 6. And then rounding out the top 7, UND or Indianapolis is 7-1 on the season. Now remember, in the in the NCAA Division II playoffs, the top 7 teams get into the playoffs. Now the 8-10 through 10 hold serve as Harding remains eight, at the 8th spot with an 8-2 record. MIAA Emporia State is at the 9th spot, 8-2. And, and then rounding out the top 10 is Northwest. They are also 8-2 on the season. Remember, Northwest is at Emporia State on Saturday in what very well could be a win and get into the playoff game. It could also be very possible that the winner of that game may still need some help from some other teams to secure themselves a Division II football playoff berth. Also, the AFCA rankings came out today. Pitt State is at number 5. Northwest is at 10 and Emporia State rounds out the MIAA teams in the AFCA poll at number 22. And tonight's episode of the Post-it Notes will begin our first high school basketball preview of the season as we preview the only state champion in our local area from last season in Platte Valley Girls. The Jefferson and South Nottoway Co-op won their second straight state championship last season and returned three starters off a team that went 29-1 and and a team that had a 52-game winning streak heading into the season and have won 60 of their last 61 games. Earlier in the week, we had an opportunity to catch up with juniors Maggie Collins and Briley Engel for more on previewing Platte Valley's 2022-23 basketball season. And we are here on the Clip Notes Podcast. We are starting our 2022-23 high school basketball previews with the Class 1 defending state champion, Platte Valley. We are here with juniors Maggie Collins and Briley Angle. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Thank, Thank you. you. 
Absolutely. It's a pleasure to guys have you on. Congratulations on all your guys' success the last couple of years. But before we talk about Platte Valley basketball, I kind of want to get to know you both a little bit individually. And um, Maggie, I'll start with you. Um, just kind of um tell your story and how you guys how you guys fell in love with basketball. And um, I know you've been getting some offers, um, getting some offers from some colleges, and just talk about what separates basketball from the rest of the sports. Yeah, I think just growing up in our community, our community is really just a basketball driven community. And that's just, I've started basketball. I've played basketball ever since I was little. I don't even remember the first time that I picked up a basketball just because I've been doing it for that long, you know? And my family's the same way. My family loves the sport. Of course we love other sports too, but around here, it's just, there's something different about basketball that just brings all of us together, um, creates a strong support system behind everyone. And I think that that's what really draws me to the sport. I love, love the support that I have from my family, from my friends, my school and community. And so it's just really awesome um, to be able to do something that I love with that support. And yeah, obviously um, I, um, and thinking about maybe playing at the next level. And I think that my family and friends are really just helping me along with that and driving me toward that. Riley, same thing with you. I'll ask you, you know, how you got into basketball and just, um, you know, what are, what are, what were some of your favorite sports as a, as a young child and, um, you know, what, what separates basketball from the rest? Yep. Um, growing up softball and basketball have always been like two main sports in my life. My family and all my friends, of course, are participating in the or have participated in these sports. And so that's just been one of the biggest things is that our community, like Maggie said, is very basketball driven. And so it's just been a huge influence on the reason why I've loved it. And we've had lots of success, fortunately. And I don't know, I think that's just a big thing that drives me winning and just getting to have fun with my friend just makes me love the sport so much. Can you guys just talk about, you know, both of you guys, you know, I mean, you know, you guys are only juniors and I mean, I think probably you guys couldn't have asked for a better start to your high school careers by winning two state titles, um, 60 games you guys have won. Can you just talk about just this amazing ride you guys have been on so far? Yeah, for sure. And I've said it before, like we did not expect this to happen. This isn't something that a freshman, a sophomore, or a junior can expect to happen because it's just, it's not heard of. But I think that we are so fortunate to have had the teammates and the coaches that we've had in the past. Um, we all just, we truly do, we're a family. We truly just love each other. We work hard every single day in practice and that just really drives all of us to accomplish the things that we do. Riley, I'll offer your thoughts on this. Yeah, I definitely think since we were like freshmen, we've always had great seniors who have helped us improve, which has just really helped us stay motivated throughout the season and kept us on this winning streak. I definitely think without the older classmen, then we just, we wouldn't have this like opportunity to go back to back. And we're hoping to go again with the help of our seniors because once again, they're great people who are pushing us to be better. And I think our team just has a great environment of wanting to be better and pushing each other to do their best. Well, I mean, you you guys have mentioned the groups, you mentioned the word seniors of the past couple of minutes. I mean, you guys lost um, some some tremendous seniors last year. Um, 
uh, definitely of seniors who helped contribute to the program. What do you guys feel like you guys are going to have to do to kind of make up the loss of those seniors? I mean, it's not, it's not something that we haven't dealt with before. The year before that, we lost a, a bunch of great seniors too. And last year, I think we really had some new players that maybe didn't get to play much the year before. We had those players step up into that role and fill those spots. And I think we're going to have the same thing this year. And then my and then my thoughts to you, I mean, you know, um, I'll ask you both this question. Obviously, you know, you guys are in your junior year. I mean, you know, hopefully this is a long time away from your guys' careers being over, whether it's um at Platte Valley or whether it's at the next level. But I want to talk about legacy with you girls and um, you know, what what kind of a legacy you guys want to leave. And uh, Maggie, I'll start with you. What kind of a legacy do you want to leave when your career is over? And um, how do you want people to remember you? I mean, I know that growing up, I've always had older cousins, older other family members, and just other known people in our community. I've grown up watching them play basketball in other sports, and they have been amazing role models to me. I have modeled my life after, after their path in life, and I really hope that I can influence some, um, some of the younger generation in that same way. And then Briley, Briley, I'll ask you the same thing. Yeah, well, I can remember whenever I was in junior high and I looked up to the varsity players, JV players, all of them that were on high school team. And I remember watching them and just thinking that I want to be like them. So I hope that whenever I leave and we're with these junior high kids and elementary kids watching me, I hope that they can look at me as a role model and just learn from me and see that being positive and having a great attitude is a key to winning. And I hope that's something I can teach them. Well, ladies, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Congratulations on all this, all the success to you guys, the starts of your career. And um, I'll definitely be looking forward. I'm excited to kind of get out there and watch a few games this season. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys perform and go to work. Thank you thank so you. much. Now some key dates on the basketball schedule to look out for, for Platte Valley is a game on December the 9th where they travel to Maryville. That one should be a big game there. And then on December the 17th, they will travel to Kansas City at the High V Arena for the 12 courts of Christmas. We don't know their opponent, at least publicly, quite yet of who they're going to be playing in that 12 in their 12 courts of Christmas game. But also, they will be making a trip to St. Joe on February the 11th as part of the NBCA, one of their Hall of Fame classics that they present during the season. And this one will take place on February the 11th at Benton High School. They will be playing the Bishop LeBlanc girls for that matchup there on February the 11th. Um, that will do it for this edition of the Post-it Notes. Now, tomorrow we will be doing a preview on the Bishop LeBlanc girls and boys. Tomorrow night is we're going to hear... From, from girls seniors Tatum Studer, Emma Raines, and Shay Lewis. And we will also hear from boys coach Mitch Garris to, on tomorrow's edition of the Post-it Notes. Also want to thank uh, Maggie Collins and Briley Engel for joining me on the show to preview their season. Good luck to those girls this season there at Platte Valley. Also want to give a shout out to our sponsors and also want to give a shout out to our brand new sponsor, Weaver Ho Overhead and Door. Thank you so much, Rob Weaver and the team for coming on board 
and your contribution to the Cliff Notes Podcast. That will do it for tonight's episode. I hope you guys have a great Friday, uh, Monday night, and we will see you tomorrow night for the Tuesday edition of the Post-It Notes.